The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. And, and I'm Sharon. And you're Sharon. I'm glad, <laughs> you, I'm glad you picked up on that cue. And yeah, it kind of felt like you wanted me to say that. I did. Well, that's why I was looking. I was looking at, well, I was looking at you for other things. <laughs> but I had to. But it was also like a cue. Anyway, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the podcast uh, broadcasting uh out of joelmahalik.com and in the Moose Den studio, by the way. I never mentioned that uh, when I came back on here, but this was christened the Moose Den studio many Moose years ago. Moose Den studio. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So. How come I never knew that? You didn't. You don't recall that? No. In honor of. I don't of, recall honor, what I had for breakfast. In honor of Moose. Yes. Yes. So, uh. Yes, so joelmahalik.com, uh, also on Facebook at JM Talk, and on Twitter at WQYB Radio. The different places you can get a hold of us. You can also drop us an email at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. So there you have it. That's the business part of the show. And how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, we're asking each other like we haven't seen each other. I know, right? For, for some, <laughs> and like this is the first time. Some length of time. <laughs> right? Since last week, you know. <laughs> it's an illusion. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yay. So, uh, but. Did someone say smoke? <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, <laughs> last night, yesterday, depending on how you look at it, we, we went out on a date. Yeah. And we went to see Glass. Yes. Uh, what a disappointment! Wow, I I'm honestly surprised you felt that way. I well, I am. you know, we, we we can't give away spoilers, so no. I'm going to try real hard not to do that. But I am. I'm very disappointed. I I feel like uh, I feel like M Night Shyamali Alan robbed him, robbed me. You know, while he was writing this movie, if in fact he did write it. Which he, I suspect he, he did. He said, he said, and I have this on high authority. He said, I'm going to write this knowing I'm going to disappoint Joel Mahalik. Oh, really? He did. Well, it worked. That's what he said. It worked. Yeah. I mean, it, it started out really good. And I just, <laughs> as, you know, as I said, you want to ride home last night. I said, at that certain point... See, see, I can't stop these. I mute this device, and the notifications still pop through. That's crazy. That is crazy. Because I mute mine, and I don't hear mine And I, I don't know why I have to be bothered 24-7. Turn I mean, it off. I, well, I, I can't turn it off because it also happens to be the device that will get, <laughs> give us the knowledge for, for, for today's show. I'm saying... So back to what we were saying. So, 
like, as I said to you, at that certain point, it just seemed <coughs> like things were getting Sorry. Uh, crazy and and weird. And then it went, and then the end is just, I I mean, I can't give it away, but I, I, I almost got up and walked out before it even ended. I was going to say you did. No, I didn't. Or else we'd still be there. <laughs> I was going to get up and walk out. <laughs> I was not disappointed. Really? You were okay with the ending? I surprised, but okay. Yeah. I, I was... It did lead on, I felt, for another one. You think? Yeah, I do. I could not make heads or tails out of what they were doing. And that's why I said to you, I don't, like when we left the theater, I said, I don't even know if I feel like that they left it open. Well, yeah, they kind of did. It was like a, if we don't do another movie, that was okay to end it that way. But if they do decide to do another movie, then they could just pick up where they insinuated. Mm. Which is what they did. They insinuated another one. I mean, Unbreakable, amazing. Yeah. Split, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Glass, trash. (laughs) Yeah. I don't agree with you. But let me tell you something. And the fact that it's one of the top grossing movies in 19... I mean, of 19 20, what? Yeah, 1919, 2019. Granted, we're only a month into it. Right. So, so real, real, that was real. funny when I heard that. I was like, what? <laughs> so, listen, I, I do want to point out something. James McAvoy. Yes. In Split and in this, I, I feel like. He he should get awards for his performance. Yeah. You know, of all those different characters. And I mean, he really owned that role. Oh, definitely. All the, all the different personalities. Look, yeah, everyone no, no, saw no, Split, and if you didn't, then that means you're not interested, so it doesn't matter. Right. But playing all those different personalities... I was totally confused because I thought that person was someone totally different. James McAvoy? Yeah. No, it's Professor X. I thought it was Jude Law. Stop with the notifications on the muted device. Oh my God, go into your settings and turn the notifications off. I don't have time right now. Wow. Because I can't run and chew bubble gum. Well, that's a common (laughs) knowledge. Everybody knows that. (laughs) So who did you think it was? Jude Law. I really did. You thought that was Jude Law? Yeah. You're and of, I know Jude Law. You're sort of way off base with that. Apparently. Well, whether it was Jude Law in your mind, whatever you were thinking, or <laughs> James McAvoy for real, he just he knocked that role out of the out park. Out of the park. You know, to play Absolutely. all those different personalities in yeah. the same motion picture. Yeah. That's like having to do all those different roles and not just your one role. I know. And so I will say this about Glass. I really enjoyed his portion of it because yeah. he plays that role so well. Absolutely. So. And it, he was not disappointing when it came to him pulling off that role. Oh, absolutely not. No. So. No, not at all. But aside from my perception of the movie, it was a nice time. 
And you finally took me to Red Robin, which you've been promising for months. I know. It's about time. Red Robin. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, uh, so make your own opinion. You know, if you want to share your opinion with us, JM Talk at Facebook or Radio at gmail.com. If you feel differently about the ending or, you know, tell us what you like. I don't know. I was disappointed. I'm disappointed not only in the movie, but right now, until he redeems himself, I'm disappointed in M. Night. What? Yes. I can't believe you just said that. Well, I did. And he knows where you live. Uh, well, come on over and we'll talk about some scripts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, right? I All wish. Right. Folks, joelmaholic.com. That's where you can go and subscribe to the program because you can get it on fine places like iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio. I mean, they're, you know, they're the biggies. And you can even listen to us Damn. on Alexa. I know. Yeah. And we, we've listened to ourselves on on Alexa. Yes, we have. Because we sound really hot on Alexa. Ooh. I'm looking over to see if she even detects her voice. Because <laughs> she know. really made me mad this morning. She wouldn't like, respond when I was calling her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the woman was ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> Later on in the program, of course, a new a wombat. I told her. <laughs> a new wombat. <laughs> And a new hero on our uh, home stretch segments, but uh, right now I want to turn your attention to a story that came out this week uh, about a uh, an incident in in St. Louis involving some police officers. This is really sad. Uh, right now, a male St. Louis police officer charged Friday with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of female of, of a female officer. In what was described as a deadly game of Russian roulette with a revolver. Uh, wow. Yeah, so circuit attorney can... Like, we're not having enough of a problem... Right. ...with our with the public not respecting the police officers. And police being killed in the streets. Yeah. That we have this goofiness. Uh, wow. So Circuit <clears throat> Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner announced the charge assault, charges against Nathaniel Hendren, 20, age 29, in the death of 24-year-old Caitlin Alex uh, as they allegedly played Russian roulette um, uh, with a revolver. Alex was with the two male officers at an apartment that apparently was owned by one of the two male officers just before 1 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, a probable cause statement from police provided by Gardner's office, offered uh, a chilling account of uh, what happened. It said that Alex and Hendren were playing with the guns uh, when Hendren produced a revolver and, of course, emptied out all the rounds and put one round back in, spin the chamber, and pointed it um, away, pulled the trigger, nothing happened. Uh, so the gun didn't fire. Then Alex took the gun, pointed it at Hendren, and pulled the trigger, and again, it didn't fire. So Hendren took the gun back, pointed it at Alex, and pulled the trigger, and it shot her in the chest. Uh, so that's how, wow. that's how Russian roulette works. There's no clue right now why they were even gathered at that apartment at 1 a.m. Alex is married, ex-military. Wow. And um, That's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And so oh it, it would be interesting to find out, uh, you know, what went on? Both male officers were placed on, obviously, on uh, paid leave. Um, one of them is cooperating by making the statement. Uh, apparently, he said he was going to leave. He was in the process of leaving 
when the fatal shot went off. Wow. Um, but not only is the police department <laughs> opening up an internal investigation, but also the, the circuit attorney's office is opening their own investigation, inviting the state police to come in and run it. Uh, so... Uh, idiotic. I mean, I, I'm sorry. It really is. I think both of them should no longer be police officers. For starters, I mean, this paid right. leave. I don't. I don't think so. Exactly. I mean, we have to wise up. Grow up. If you're going to be a police officer that handles a gun daily, uh, grow up. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, this just sets. It sets back. A lot of different things that different groups are trying to do, uh, you know, as far as, as right. with, with the whole gun thing, let alone the fact that you have, you know, the negativity against the police that, uh, you know, we, we try, at least on, on this on this program, we try to shine the light on police officers and, and, and help in that way. But Right, exactly. Uh, this is just ridiculous, uh, you know, to do this. Um, and as much as much as I'm interested in, in knowing more, at the same time, I don't know if I really am. Like, I don't want to know more. I just, you know, do your investigation. I think both of these men should not be police officers anymore. Exactly. And brought up on whatever charges. And, you know, yeah. and, and, and if nothing else, the one, the one who shot Hendren, the one who shot her, uh... Should face deeper charges and and yeah, jail time or something. I mean, you know, just the carelessness. Yeah. It doesn't say whether they're on duty or not, which would be even more strange if they weren't at 1 a.m. while they're gathering at that apartment. You yeah. know, like I'm thinking of the other things, like why is a married if they're off duty? It doesn't say whether they are that whether they were right. or not. Right. But even if they were, why are they gathering at one of their apartments at 1 a.m. if they yeah. are on duty? And if they're not on duty, why in the Especially hell Especially if they, they are on duty. Right. You're supposed to be out watching the streets. Yeah, it's not like... Not in an apartment. It's not like St. Louis is like, you know, the safest city in the world. Right. You know, you're needed elsewhere and not playing Russian roulette in an apartment. Exactly. Um, but I feel really, really sorry for, uh, for the victim. Uh... It does say that she was not working, but she met them at the apartment. So I don't know if any of them were working, any of them were not working, but it does say that she was not. Right. So that's really strange. What is a married woman going to that apartment for at one in one? Right. Evening? I'm asking you. I don't Why know. Why would a married woman do that? I don't know. <laughs> I would not. What are you implying? You're on the hot seat. I'm just looking for some insight here. Hey. <laughs> Because why? Because I'm a married woman. I'm just. I just thought you know maybe you can offer some sort of suggestion as to what, <laughs> why. Yeah, I have none. I'm just. I'm just messing with you. I know. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, very sad news. Of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family and friends of the. Yeah. Fatally injured officer, and I really hope that they get the results that they're looking for on the um, on the investigation. And and really, I mean, you have to make an example. You got to throw the book at these guys, and and really make an example out of them. You really do. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Sad news from the police community. Sad. I mean, it's senseless. Yeah, there's a word. Yeah. There's a word, senseless. 
That is one of many billions of words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... um, What else is going on? Oh, uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to... You're going to be on the hot seat again. Because we're going to discuss nine fatal words used by women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to offer a lot of opinion on those nine words. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Beyond the descriptions I have. All right. So that should be... Uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, it may be pretty dangerous for me to... <laughs> right. <laughs> to, Remember, you're the one bringing it up, that's not that, me. I, I'm i taking one for the team. I am possibly taking one for the team for the <laughs> entertainment of the audience. Okay. So that's that's the sole, the sole purpose of awesome. it is entertainment value. Awesome. And that's my disclaimer so you don't give me a hard time <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> And you don't put pine saw in my soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Taking us back to another would, M. Night movie. Right? That would hurt you. And see, I full circled that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you sure did. I did. All right. But what movie? Oh, it was a success. I know. I was wanting for you to say, well, people out there, if you know what movie it was. Is that supposed to be an impression of me? That's no. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I don't sound like that. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> right. You're going to hurt your voice. I know. Trying to impress, uh, trying to impersonate me. You already <laughs> impress me all the time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, all right, joelmaholic.com. That's the website. Hit the subscribe button. Also, hit the blog, uh, the blog button, the blog button, if you want to read uh, my thoughts, which can be dangerous sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that would lead you to Joel Mahalik Randoms. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook.com, look us up at JM Talk, and also on Twitter at WQYB Radio. Uh, so there are the various- And I know what that stands for. What? WQYB. Uh, well, the W is irrelevant. What's the QYB stand for? Quit your bitching. That's right. Quit your bitching radio. I know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, everybody, stand, stand by, and we'll be back right after this. All right. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? We're back on the Joel Mahalik Show. JoelMahalik.com is the website. Facebook at JM Talk. And Twitter at WQYB Radio. Which interesting fact way that you brought up Quit Your Bitchin'. I didn't yeah. even know if you remembered that. I did. We formed that station so re- long ago. I don't remember much, but I do remember <laughs> that. Because um, I thought it was funny how you guys came up with it after I, I said it to you. 
one night. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That works. And then our friend was like, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, yeah. Wow. You're, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> do not go into doing impressionists for a living. Well, <laughs> I know I'm not good at it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, nine deadly words used by a woman. Now, of course, uh, you can see from the, uh, thing here that there's an explanation for each, which I'll, and then of course, I'm mm -hmm. sure you're going to have something to say. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I do feel a little tight around the neck doing this, but I've taken <laughs> one for the team to entertain the masses. So nine, le okay. nine deadly words used by a woman. Number one, fine. Uh, this is oh, the this yeah. is the word women use to end an argument when they are right and you need to shut up. Fine. <laughs> do you agree with that statement? I do, oh, absolutely. Okay. I, A thousand percent. See, I told you. Um, <laughs> Fine. Number two, five minutes. If she is getting dressed, this means half an hour. Five minutes is only five minutes if you have just been given five more minutes to watch the game before helping around the house. <laughs> I'm so, oh my God. I'm so, oh my God, lootly. So, all right, so we got That's, two, we got two in and you have no rebuttal. No, because what am I going to say? They're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, you know, five minutes. Now, since we're speaking of five minutes, which, you know, is talking about time. Mm -hmm. well, come the on, you got one five thing, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't count with you. <laughs> the one thing that um, you hate the most is when you're going on a job. And I'm like, babe, can you tell me maybe how long you're going to be? <laughs> I do not like that. <laughs> he does not like that. Because then he thinks that I'm restricting him to that time, and I feel like I have to come up with a with a number, like yeah, and like it, what you're talking about here is the case of yesterday when I went out yes. on a job, and yesterday right. I just could not put a finger on how long it was going to take. Right, and I didn't want an exact time; I wanted you a didn't... a guesstimation of you... about how long. Is it a five-minute job? Is it a drop-and-go? Is it something you got to sit there and program? I, and I, I didn't know, and that's and I what I was trying to find out. I didn't know either, and, and you follow up with, I don't know, with, well, what do you think? 30 minutes? Hour and 10 minutes? I mean, you were pretty particular about the hour <laughs> and 10 minutes. Well, yeah, but I, that was me being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was pretty funny, right? I, I, absolutely. Fine. <laughs> Doesn't work with men. <laughs> Number three, nothing. This. Baby, what's wrong? Nothing. This is the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. This means something, and you should be on your toes. Arguments that begin with nothing usually end in fine. Absolutely. I was going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> if they start with nothing, they're going to end with fine. Wow. <laughs> I've done that to you. Yes, you have. Many times. <laughs> Number four. Go ahead. Now, remember, this is a dare, not permission. So don't do it. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> Number five. Loud sigh. 
This is actually a word, but it is a nonverbal statement often misunderstood by men. A loud sigh means she thinks you're an idiot and wonders why she is wasting her time standing here and arguing with you about nothing. Refer back to number three for the meaning of nothing. <laughs> oh, I love this. And so this is true too? <coughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm telling you, every single one of these are true. Wow. They are very true. So listen up, men. I don't... I don't usually find you sighing, though. Yeah, you do. Well, when, when I no, am, you do when because I, do hear I cover you it sigh. up by, babe. I'm just breathing. Oh, man, I was just going to say that every time I ask you about a sigh, you're like, I'm <laughs> just know. breathing, and we know you have some breathing issues. I do. So you're yeah, admitting but... here. You're admitting here in front of our audience that you're lying to me. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. <laughs> you just say you cover it up with saying that I'm just breathing. But sometimes I am just breathing. <laughs> uh, okay. Number <laughs> number six, that's okay. This, <laughs> this is one of the most dangerous statements a woman can make to a man. That's okay means she wants to think long and hard before deciding how and when you will pay for your mistake. Even if you haven't made one yet. <laughs> I didn't say you can add on to it. <laughs> Well, but you're saying there's additional details. Yeah. Wow. Even if you haven't made one yet, it's a just in case. I don't see just in case on the list. Yeah. But you're saying we should probably. Yeah, should probably. probably come up with a just in case, <laughs> like a just in case side memo, because these are words that women use. Right. Just in case is just something that you have uh, in you know in your book. In which any of these could apply. Gotcha. Number seven, thanks. Seems like a harmless word, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> a woman is thanking you. Do not question or faint. Just say you're welcome. Uh, in parentheses, it says, I want to add in a clause here. This is true unless she says, thanks a lot. This is pure sarcasm, and she is not thanking you at all. Do not say you're welcome. That will bring on a whatever. <laughs> whatever bringing us to number eight whatever <laughs> it's a woman's word a w woman's way of saying f you <laughs> that is so true like i've typed whatever into a text um it doesn't matter who i'm talking to if you text but anyone that knows me knows if i say whatever that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, because if you text whatever to me, ice sails down my spine. Yeah. And then when I ask you what's wrong, you say, you say nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep this list handy because I'm noticing. <laughs> I'm realizing how much of this list comes out. Right. <laughs> All right, number nine. Don't worry about it. I got it. Another dangerous statement, meaning this is something that a woman has told a man to do several times, but is now going to do it herself. This will later result in a man asking, what's wrong, for the woman's response, refer to number three. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, might I add a side sidebar here? That when you ask a man to do something, 
He will get to it. You don't have to remind yeah, him every, every six months. Every six months, I know. Okay? But we will get to it. It's on I, our list. Look, if I ask you to do something, I want you to do it right away. Not in man time. Man time? Man time. Yep. Wow. That's when a man finds the time, you know, year two. Why don't you just, you could just go like, on a, going on, like um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, babe, can we get these, that mirror hung? It's still not hung. I'm working on sign, uh-huh. the, sign, the scientific <laughs> yeah, okay. way of putting it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Without just getting awesome baby. Without just getting Velcro. Awesome baby. I will put it up with Velcro if you want. No. Mm-mm. It'll be nice and close to the wall. Yeah, and fall down and break every single time someone shuts the door. Not every single time. It will only fall down and break once. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Which is why I have to get scientific with it. <laughs> All right, so there's the nine deadly words used by uh, women. Unless you want to yeah. add to that at all? Well, I have, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. That's mm-hmm. another word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, your impressions so far, after the first week is wrapping up, of Celebrity Big Brother. Hmm. I'm finding this season of Celebrity Big Brother better than last. I will agree with that. Um, Because after two weeks of watching the first season, which was last season, of Celebrity Big Brother, we didn't watch it anymore. Yeah. You know, because we were just like, ew. Now... This season, they have better celebrities, um, and I guess I have to say I was surprised that what's his face left the other day. Oh, uh, the mooch! No, I wasn't surprised about the mooch. Surprised? Oh, oh, the, the evictee. Yeah, the evictee. Yeah. Are we, uh, now, um, now, just a real quick sidebar here. We're going back to your chick chat days. Is it okay to discuss? Because uh, you, on chick chat, you used to discuss this show at length. Yeah, and we did. I'm just did. worried about spoilers. Or, or did you try to be cautious? Um, yeah, but we're talking about past episodes. So, okay. if they're interested in Big Brother, then they've already watched right okay this past episode okay so we would discuss it yeah yeah absolutely all right well then yeah i was really surprised about that i really didn't think he was going to leave chick chat (laughs) chick that was cool well i'm here with a chick and she's chatting so i mean it is chick chat it is it is do you know you probably don't know this sorry not to cut off the big brother conversation but right the first time last season uh, uh, or, you know, there's going to be no more seasons on the show. But in our first season of this show, your first appearance, that was the title of that show. Yeah, it was. I remember. Yeah, Chick Chat question mark. Yeah. Anyway. 
It's in the archives. But, Just click subscribe at joelmaholic.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, getting back to Big Brother. Um, what's his face? Who was evicted? I cannot think of his name. I don't know all the celebrities in there. So I'm not sure. Gosh. Uh, I'm glad he went because he was annoying. Oh, really? I thought he was. Because Lolo Jones is not annoying at all. No. Even though she no, she's different. She's different. I don't know. I I think I probably find her annoying also. Which, but, you know, I got to stick with my chicks. Well, I told you that. I think that, um, I think what it is about Celebrity Big Brothers, I think these people are, they just go too far over the top. Knowing that they're celebrities and now they're being showcased on this show, this Big Brother. You know what I mean? I think sometimes they just kind of go over the top. With their actions? I guess. Maybe. Have you given thought to the possibility that that's how they live? No, not really. Well, I think that's how they are. Because of their celebrity status. I feel more like they're like that when the cameras go on. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's how they are because they're in celebrity status. But I I just think like the regular Big Brother, to me, I think they they make more genuine celebrities out of nobodies in a season. You know what I mean? So you don't have to come on there and, you know, be over the top. Being on that show alone, I think, puts you over the top. Right. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. What I'm saying is I think that's what annoys me about the celebrity Big Brother is is now to me it's like now it's a it's a house full of prima donnas instead well, of regular yeah. people. You know, no, and that's what they are. They are prima well, donnas. Well, thanks for agreeing, for not disagreeing with me. No, I'm, I'm just saying that my voice is going that quick. And your point is well. Yeah, but, but <clears throat> you know, then it becomes that sexy voice. I don't think it's sexy at all. The raspiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were talking about this yesterday. You know, like because you, she complains when her voice starts tiring like that. And I'm. Yeah. And yesterday we were in a car, and I was like, "Listen to Nina Blackwood, though. She's on XM." Yeah, but I can't stand her voice. But your voice might get us to XM, is what I'm saying. <gasps> Oh, all right. So, so now you gotta, you gotta like, you know. You know, you gotta like be raspy and all. <laughs> it oh, amazes me that that woman's funny. voice has not changed in 30 years. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Like, it sounds like it hurts. And if that's the case, wouldn't you want to get that fixed? Does your, right, let me ask you this. When your voice tires, does yeah. your throat hurt? No. Oh, well, maybe that's not the not case. Not at then. all. See, that, then that's going to be part of your celebrity status then. Wow. My shitty voice. Celebrity? Some people call it celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being silly now. Now, Big Brother is on tonight, right? Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. We'll find out who is head of household tonight. Although, Julie... 
Chen, Chen Moonves. 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 Um, said that we could watch it online, which is different. We what? could never see. Well, you can watch the actual competition on yeah. the BB, the BBLFs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said you can watch the competition online. Oh, hashtag BBLF. We ought to have a hashtag GFY. What? Hashtag GFY. Get free yogurt. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant something else. It might. It might. <laughs> it might. <laughs> so hashtag QIB. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. That's the one thing I haven't done yet is found a way to make a hashtag on this show go like viral. I don't even I gotta find out how to do that. We have an amazing show here with no marketing. Yeah. Well <laughs> I, I I don't know how to and the reason I the reason I even bring that up is because I was uh during the break I was scanning through my Twitter feed mm -hmm. and live P D, which by the way I watched one night. It's a pretty good show. Uh but they the other night they were they were tweeting that, you know, they have yet to make hashtag live P D go viral. Right. And they're like, come on, people, come on, people. I mean, I don't know what is viral status. I mean, I don't know. If more imagine? than one person texts it. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's way more than that, I'm sure. I I'm was sure. being sarcastic. No, oh, hashtag sarcasm. Ah, there you go. <laughs> hashtag sarcasm. Did you say sarcasm? No, I said sarcasm. By the way, just a, <laughs> just a real quick thing that we found out also today that I want to warn all parents out there. That baby, that baby shark crap. Oh my god, I love it. That baby shark crap is uh, Netflix is working on a series. So, <laughs> I know. So be warned, parents and grandparents. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. We'll be back Mommy shark, do, 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 do. Mommy shark. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, to the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, the website is joelmahalik.com. Uh, while you're there, you can subscribe to the podcast by clicking on the subscribe button, and you will find that there are many places that you can subscribe. We probably have your favorite player on there. Also, visit us at Facebook at JM Talk or send us a tweet on Twitter at WQYB Radio. So there are various ways you can get a hold of us on social media and on the World Wide Web. This is the home stretch of the program. And I wanted to actually, before we got into our regular segments, I had uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up on the program tonight. And that had to do with uh, looking back. uh, If you've been listening to the show for a little while, then you know that I am uh, usually screaming from the mountaintops about health care. Healthcare costs and and uh, you know just the uh, the, uh, the bad things about healthcare, mostly the costs, especially in the pharmaceutical part of it. So, um, but anyway, uh, and especially when it comes to diabetes, uh, you may recall if you've been to the blog, I wrote a blog about the high cost of insulin. I've spoke at length on the program about the high cost of insulin. And it's not just diabetes and insulin. It's the whole thing. Uh, it's the whole thing, really. It's everything about it. But what I wanted to talk about was this story that I saw this week from Indiana. A superintendent in Indiana uh, returning to school after she was arrested for helping a sick student. Uh, so right now she is facing... Three charges, including insurance fraud. Casey Smitherman, superintendent of Elwood Community Schools in Elwood, Indiana, said she checked on a student at home after the child had missed school. He showed signs of strep throat, so she took him to a clinic where he was refused treatment. Smitherman took the student to another clinic where she admits she lied and said that he was her son so that he would be treated this time. And um, so now she says that she knows it's it wasn't right and she is sorry for doing it, but she was very concerned for the boy. Uh, now, and she also says that she would go back, she would love to go back and redo that moment. And uh, like, I'm not sure what she means by that. And I'll tell you what I mean. Like, I don't know if I would say, oh, I want to go back and and I would redo that. Uh, You know, here's the thing about this. Okay, so insurance fraud is against the law. And I am not condoning insurance fraud one bit. It is against the law. So legally, okay, she broke the law. Morally, I applaud her. She's, she, she took concern over a student. And when he was refused treatment for being sick because he had no insurance. So she lied and said that he was related to her so he would be seen. It's come to that 
ladies and gentlemen. It has come to that. It has come to the point where someone has to make a decision to break the law for somebody to get seen. I thought, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that you could not be turned away for not having insurance. It Does that work different in clinics? Maybe it works differently in different states. I just was not aware that you could be turned away when you needed help. And she decided to do something about it. Okay, it was wrong. But it was so right. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Or am I am I looking at it wrong? Will I get beat up for this? For thinking this? Will I be, you know, verbally, uh, whatever, chastised for thinking that way? You know, isn't it in our nature to help each other? Isn't it in our nature to love one another? Haven't I been saying that we need to love more? We need to come together as a people as a people. I've been saying that, and she does something like that. And it's poo-poo. So she has made a deal with the district attorney's office. If she has no more arrests for a year, the charges will be dropped. You know, I, I, and I don't suspect she'll get arrested in that year or maybe ever again. I think we're looking at a fine human being who did what she had to do to get help for that child. And that's the way I look at it. And if that's wrong, so be it. But that's the way I look at it. So, but I just wanted to bring that, that story up. And if you have not seen it, there it is. And of course, your opinion always matters. So you can always send it to us or send it in an email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Now, during this home stretch of the show, as we call it, uh, we cover two regular segments. One, the first one being Wombat of the Week. Now, Wombat of the Week, you can get involved in this. You can submit your Wombat of the Week story of the show on, to the show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our Facebook page at JM Talk. Uh, stupid people doing stupid things. Now, continuing on with, uh, you know, the medical field. <laughs> and believe me, this is one hell of a wombat story. <laughs> That I'm going to bring up here. Um, Sharon will be very upset that she missed this one. Uh, a Florida man injures his penis using unregulated God snake oil to increase the size. Michael Dumfrey of St. Augustine, Florida, admitted himself to the emergency room, citing concerns regarding his genitalia. Upon further questioning, he revealed that the rash, the boils, and his strange discharges followed his use of of the God snake oil, an unregulated product that promises to add inches to your penis overnight. God snake oil is controversial. Despite not being regulated by the FDA, Americans can purchase this product online or through associates associates of the God snake oil peer-to-peer -peer marketing program. 
it seems strange to me that you need a marketing group, a peer-to-peer -peer marketing group, to sell your product. Uh, there are no scientific studies proving the effectiveness of God's snake oil, but it continues to sell because of countless positive reviews. Dumfries was treated with antibiotics and a topical cream and instructed to cease use of God's snake oil. After two weeks, Dumfries' penis returned to normal. When asked what advice he would give to other consumers considering a product, he had this to say. Well, I can't, this is quotes, well, I can't tell them not to. Despite the side effects, it was definitely effective. I can't believe the increase in my length and girth. Um, he's also the first person to report side effects. Uh, but being that it's an unregulated product, it is dangerous. Uh, because there's no regulation on it. The FDA never made any statements about it. Um, so uh, he also says, be careful what you do with your penis. You only get one. <laughs> okay. Words to live by. Words maybe he should have lived by. Uh, I, you know, folks, men... All those things that increase your penis size are probably bullshit. In one way or another, they probably are not true. And I wouldn't give a second look, let alone most of a first look, to anything that promises to do so. Okay? I don't know what it is, but some men, they get hung up on it. They get hung up on it. I mean, you know, that's what that's what you were given. That's what you got. Do with what you got. You know? Are you doing what you need to do with it? Can you, if I mean, are you pleasing your partner? Then who really cares? What's with this? You know what I mean? I don't get it. I never have. I just don't get it. But don't believe things that are going to increase size, girth. It, it's all garbage. It, and here's the thing. It's a moneymaker. It's a moneymaker. The whole industry of products that are don't even work. You want to talk about fake news, this is fake products. But it's such a big industry. Anyway... So, unfortunately for Michael Dumfries, he's the Wombat of the Week. I mean, guys, the penis is one thing you don't want to mess with. Especially with unregulated products. And I say that knowing that one of the things that bothers me the most about the FDA is, you know, the FDA will approve something, and I'm not just anything. And then, like, 20 years later, then they turn around and they go, No, it's bad for you. Stop. It causes cancer. I mean, you know, so it's not even like the FDA can be trusted sometimes. But anyway. But they haven't even spoken for this product. So please, do yourselves a favor. All right? Stop messing with your little Johnson. Anyway. So he's the Wombat of the Week, and you can get your stories in, too. The other part of the uh, home stretch is uh, our heroes honor thy heroes segment which uh, each week we honor everyday heroes 
uh, for doing ex extraordinary things. And uh, this week, uh, as you know, the government uh, shutdown has ended, and uh, I'm very glad to hear that. Although when I when they when it was announced, what like a month ago that the that the government shut down, I was like, really? I didn't even know they were working. I mean, when I think about Congress, I'm like, are they even doing anything? Because I kind of feel like Congress is always shut down. Anyway, so the shutdown has ended. Uh, actually, this weekend. So my uh, my hero was had actually already been chosen earlier in the week, and it has to do with the government shutdown. And I would bring your attention now to Dunkirk, Maryland, and a fire department, a volunteer fire department, opening its doors for employees impacted by the federal government shutdown and offering a free dinner. So according to a press release, press release, the Dunkirk Volunteer Fire Department was serving a free spaghetti dinner for furloughed government workers and contractors as well as their families. Uh, this dinner uh, took place on the 31st of... Uh, is, is taking place on the 31st of January. So um, to be sure, with the shutdown over, they will still be having this dinner. Um, because, you know, the, the shutdown ends and life doesn't, like, snap back in order for the people that weren't collecting paychecks. Not, you know, in, in a moment's notice. Uh, so, <clears throat> according to the press release, quote, We know it's not much, but with our close proximity to Washington, D.C., we want to give back to our community in the form of a dinner cooked by our firehouse chefs. Uh, uh, this was also went out in a tweet by the fire department. Uh, the department added that they truly care about their community members. Our community members often do not realize that their contributions and support play a huge part behind the scenes and contribute significantly towards the driving force behind many of the success stories that we can share. So, um, here's the thing. This is, this is a volunteer fire department. So here's volunteers... And we've seen a lot of these stories coming out. Not only, not just volunteer departments of whatnot, but I mean, people volunteering, like groups volunteering, to go out and pick up trash in uh, in the in the parks, right, during the shutdown. Uh, a story come out this weekend of a homeless veteran. Every day during the shutdown, was sweeping off the Vietnam Memorial in Washington D.C. I mean, we're hearing all kinds of these great stories. And here's the thing, I'm not hearing about them on the mainstream media. So when I saw this story the other day, there was no way I can turn my back on it. This is a volunteer fire department, okay? And I am a former volunteer firefighter for many years. And I can tell you that the operating costs of a volunteer fire department come from the community, from donations, Donations and grants and and things like that. So there, so here's a volunteer fire department that is putting together a spaghetti dinner, which is something that volunteer fire departments usually do to generate income, operate an income. But they're doing one at their at their department's cost for workers who have been affected by the shutdown, workers and their families. And this, it's just an outpouring of support. 
This is the this is what communities should do. And I I hail them. Heroes. Heroes to the working man. Heroes to the working man, the working man and woman, government workers affected. And this is happening on, you know, in a couple of days. On the 31st. So if you're in that area and you're a government worker, you did not know about that, you do now. This is awesome stuff. This is the stuff that we love to report on. Everyday heroes doing things for their fellow man and woman in the community. I know a lot of times it's police officers that are that that get this honor each week. But I'm looking for everyday heroes, and it doesn't always have to be somebody in law enforcement. So my hat is off to this entire fire department, the Dunkirk Volunteer Fire Department in Maryland. My hat is off to you. You are this week's heroes that I'm, I want to honor for doing this for the affected workers. And in addition to that, I want to thank everybody and all those groups out there that have done this during the shutdown. Who have done different things, food drives, and uh, and you know uh, different types of, of dinners and, and events like this, restaurants and steak shops, and even a hot dog stand here in my locality. Government workers who are furloughed, bring your families, meals on us. That's what I'm talking about. That's the American way in this great country. That's what we're missing that's what we lack and that's what we need more of god bless these people that about wraps it up for the podcast this week folks i'm very glad you decided to join us i want you to stop by joelmaholic.com and check out the offerings over there subscribe to the podcast through there land on the page and listen to the podcast they're right there for your taking uh, be good to everybody, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And we'll catch you next time right here on the Joe Mahalik Show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.